From Audible, I'm Sam Scholl. From the Washington Post politics section, Paul Kane and Ed O'Keefe write, Nancy Pelosi chosen again as House Democratic leader, but tally suggests steep division. House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi, California, on Wednesday won an eighth term, leading the Democratic caucus prevailing in a contest that became a vote of confidence in her continued stewardship and an early proxy battle over the future of the Democratic Party. Pelosi easily toppled Representative Tim Ryan, Democrat Ohio, the seven-term lawmaker who launched an upstart bid to lead House Democrats two weeks ago in response to the party's disappointing November election results and concerns that Democrats have become out of touch with working-class voters in key swing states like Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Ohio. But Pelosi's margin of victory, 134 votes, 263 for Ryan, signaled a large degree of discontent with her leadership after 14 years atop the caucus, and more broadly, with a Democratic policy agenda that many lawmakers say has grown stale. While she cleared her self-declared margin of victory, a two-thirds majority, many Democrats were stunned that almost a third of the caucus was willing to vote for a backbench lawmaker with no major policy or political experience. Many were left wondering whether a more seasoned Democrat could have actually toppled Pelosi, with several privately suggesting these next two years would have to be Pelosi's last as leader. Ryan's 63 votes marked the largest block of opposition Pelosi has faced since winning a deputy leadership position 15 years ago that set her on a course to become the first female House Speaker. Although they came up well short, Ryan and his band of supporters declared a symbolic victory in prompting Pelosi to propose elevating junior lawmakers and lead a more inclusive leadership table. They also declared that the party's economic agenda, at times neglected by their presidential nominee Hillary Clinton, would move to the front and center alongside the cultural issues that dominated the 2016 campaign. We're going to win as Democrats if we have an economic message that resonates in every part of the country, Ryan told reporters after his defeat. We are disappointed because I like to win, but the party is better off, he added. Afterward, Pelosi publicly congratulated Ryan and acknowledged he had run a very aggressive campaign. She told reporters that it forced her to work harder than two previous challenges to lead the caucus. I quite frankly feel more liberated than I ever have, she said. After gaining just six seats in the November elections, despite Pelosi's proclamation they would gain more than 20, she was left more vulnerable than at any moment in her leadership tenure more so than in 2010 when she oversaw the loss of 63 seats and the majority. She began the campaign in a boastful mode, declaring that she had more than two-thirds of the votes locked up, but she ended issuing a series of letters that amounted to concessions to an anxious rank-and-file looking for new ideas, if not new leaders. Pelosi tried to placate junior lawmakers by offering new or modified positions, including the new position of vice-ranking member on the more than 20 standing House committees and reserving it for lawmakers who have served four terms or less. A policy leadership position would be divided into three co-chairmen and reserved for those who have served five terms or less. Representative Beto O'Rourke, Democrat Texas, 44, credited Ryan's challenge with forcing those proposals. That's partly a response to the competition in the caucus for votes. And that's a healthy thing, O'Rourke, first elected in 2012, said. At 76, Pelosi is one of three septuagenarians leading the caucus, followed by 77-year-old Representative Steenie L. Hoyer, Democrat Maryland, the minority whip, and 76-year-old Representative James E. Clyburn, Democrat South Carolina, the assistant to the leader. Hoyer and Clyburn were unchallenged Wednesday for their re-election, and the caucus elevated Representative Joe Crowley, Democrat New York, 
to the number four post of caucus chairman and Representative Linda Sanchez, Democrat California, became the first Latin in leadership as caucus vice chairman. Republicans, after years of vilifying Pelosi's West Coast liberalism, were gleeful at the status among Democratic leaders. The National Republican Congressional Committee immediately hung a Congrats Nancy poster atop a Hire Pelosi banner that had been affixed to Republican National Committee headquarters this week. Others remain upset at Pelosi's control of the House campaign arm, the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, which has overseen a series of poor election performances. We should have been recruiting earlier. We should have better targeting. I think our messaging was off, Representative Ruben Gallego, Democrat Arizona, said Tuesday in an interview. Some of Pelosi's biggest detractors fear that the results will only empower the more coastal liberal wings. Nothing's going to change anytime soon. We're going to be in the minority for the next 15 years, said Representative Kurt Schrader, Democrat Oregon, co-chairman of the Blue Dog Coalition, a centrist group. He added the Democrats.